Once the messy business of negotiating EU healthcare for foreign nationals had been sorted out with the EMTs and the casualty intake triage, once they'd both been digested and shat out by a dozen diagnostic devices from X-rays to MRIs, once the harried house officers had impersonally prodded them and presented them both with hard-copy FAQs for their various injuries, second-degree burns, mild shock for art, pelvic dislocation, minor kidney bruising, broken femur, whiplash, concussion and mandible trauma for Linda, they found themselves in adjacent beds in the recovery room, which bustled as though it, too, were working on GMT-5, busy as a 9pm restaurant on a Saturday night. Art had an four taped to the inside of his left arm, dripping saline and tranks, making him logy and challenging his circadians. Still, he was the more mobile of the two, as Linda was swaddled in smart casts that both immobilized her and massaged her, all the while osmosing transdermal anti-inflammatories and painkillers. He tottered the two steps to the chair at her bedside and shook her hand again. Don't take this the wrong way, but you look like hell, he said. She smiled. Her jaw made an audible pop get a picture, will you? It'll be good in court. He chuckled. No, seriously. Get a picture. So he took out his comm and snapped a couple pics, including one with night vision filters on to compensate for the dimmed recovery room lighting. You're a cool customer, you know that, he said, as he tucked his camera away. Not so cool. This is all a coping strategy. I'm pretty shook up, you want to know the truth. I could have died. What were you doing on the street at 3 a.m. anyway? I was upset, so I took a walk, thought I'd get something to eat or a beer or something. You haven't been here long, huh? She laughed, and it turned into a groan. What the hell is wrong with the English, anyway? The sun sets and the city rolls up its streets. It's not like they've got this great tradition of staying home and surfing cable or anything. They're all snug in their beds, farting away their lentil roasts. That's it. You can't get a steak here to save your life. Mad cows, all of em. If I see one more gray soy sausage, I'm going to kill the waitress and eat asterisk her star dot. You just need to get hooked up, he said. Once we're out of here, I'll take you out for a genuine blood pudding, roast beef and oily chips. I know a place. I'm drooling. Can I borrow your phone again? Uh, I think you're going to have to dial for me. That's okay. Give me the number. She did, and he cradled his calm to her head. He was close enough to her that he could hear the tinny, distinctive ringing of a name reekin circuit at the other end. He heard her shallow breathing, heard her jaw creak. He smelled her shampoo, a free polymer new car smell, smelled a hint of her sweat. A cord stood out on her neck, merging in an elegant V with her collarbone, an arrow pointing at the swell of her breast under her paper gown. Toby, it's Linda. A munchkin voice chittered down the line. Shut up, okay. Shut up. Shut. I'm in the hospital. More chipmunk. Got hit by a car.
I'll be okay. No. Shut up. I'll be fine. I'll send you the FAQs. I just wanted to say. She heaved a sigh, closed her eyes. You know what I wanted to say. Sorry, all right? Sorry it came to this. You'll be okay. I'll be okay. I just didn't want to leave you hanging. She sounded groggy, but there was a sob there, too. I can't talk long. I'm on a shitload of dope. Yes, it's good dope. I'll call you later. I don't know when I'm coming back, but we'll sort it out there, all right? Okay. Shut up. Okay. You too. She looked up at Art. My boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. Not sure who's leaving who at this point. Thanks. She closed her eyes. Her eyelids were mauve, a tracery of pink veins. She snored softly. Art set an alarm that would wake him up in time to meet his lawyer, folded up his calm, and crawled back into bed. His circadian swelled and crashed against the sides of his skull, and before he knew it, he was out. Hospitals operate around the clock, but they still have their own circadians. The noontime staff were still overworked and harried but chipper and efficient, too, without the raccoon-eyed jitters of the night before. Art and Linda were efficiently fed, watered and evacuated, then left to their own devices, blinking in the weak English sunlight that streamed through the windows. The lawyer's V worked it out, I think, Art said. Good. Good news. She was dopamine-heavy, her words lizard slow. Art figured her temper was drugged senseless, and it gave him the courage to ask her the question that had been on his mind since they'd met. Can I ask you something? It may be offensive. Ged. I may be offended. Do you do, dot this, dot a lot? I mean, the insurance thing? She snorted, then moaned. It's the Los Angeles lottery, dude. I haven't done it before, but I was starting to feel a little left out, to tell the truth. I thought screenplays were the LA lotto. Nah. A good lotto is one you can win. She favored him with half a smile, and he saw that she had a lopsided, left-hand dimple. You're from L.A., then? Got it in one. Orange County. I'm a third-generation failed actor. Grandpa once had a line in a Hitchcock film. Mom was the ditzy neighbor on a three-episode Fox sitcom in the 90s. I'm still waiting for my moment in the sun. You live here? For now. Since September. I'm from Toronto. Canada. Goddamn snowbacks. What are you doing in London? His calm rang, giving him a moment to gather his cover story. Hello? Art. It's Feed. Federico was another provocateur in GMT. He wasn't exactly Art's superior the tribes didn't work like that but he had seniority. Feed, can I call you back? Look, I heard about your accident, and I wouldn't have called, but it's urgent. 
Art groaned and rolled his eyes in Linda's direction to let her know that he, too, was exasperated by the call, then retreated to the other side of his bed and hunched over. What is it? We've been sniffed. I'm four-fifths positive. Art groaned again. Feed lived in perennial terror of being found out and exposed as an E.S. tribesman, fired, deported, humiliated. He was always at least three-fifths positive, and the extra fifth was hardly an anomaly. What's up now? It's the VP of HR at Virgin slash Deutsche Telekom. He's called me in for a meeting this afternoon. Wants to go over the core hours recommendation. Feed was a McKinsey consultant offline, producing inflammatory recommendation packages for Fortune 100 companies. He was working the lazy Euro angle, pushing for extra daycare, time off for sick relatives and spouses. The last policy binder he'd dumped on V-DT had contained enough obscure leave-granting clauses that an employee, who was sufficiently lawyer-minded could conceivably claim 450 days of paid leave a year. Now he was pushing for the abolishment of core hours, corporate Eurospeak for the time after lunch, but before afternoon naps when everyone showed up at the office so that they could get some face time. Enough of this and GMT would be the laughingstock of the world, and so caught up in internecine struggles that the clear superiority of the stress-feeding EST ethos would sweep them away. That was the theory, anyway. Of course, there were rival tribalists in every single management consulting firm in the world working against us. Management consultants have always worked on old boys' networks, after all it was a very short step from interning your fret buddy to interning your tribesman. That's it? A meeting? Jesus, it's just a meeting. He probably wants you to reassure him before he presents to the CEO, is all. No, I'm sure that's not it. He's got us sniffed, both of us. He's been going through the product design stuff, too, which is totally outside of his bailiwick. I tried to call him yesterday, and his voicemail rolled over to a boardroom in O'Malley House. O'Malley House was the usability lab, a nice old row of connected Victorian townhouses just off Piccadilly. It was where Art consulted out of. Also, 200-odd usability specialists, product designers, experience engineers, cog site cranks and other tinkerers with the mind. They were the hair-face hackers of Art's generation, unmanageable creative darlings no surprise that the VP of HR would have caused to spend a little face time with someone there. Try telling Feed that, though. All right, Feed, what do you want me to do? Just just be careful. Sanitize your storage. I'm pushing a new personal key to you now, too. Here, I'll read you the fingerprint. The key would be an unimaginably long string of crypto gibberish, and just to make sure that it wasn't intercepted and changed en route, Feed wanted to read him a slightly less long mathematical fingerprint hashed out of it. Once it arrived, Art was supposed to generate a fingerprint from Feed's new key and compare it to the one that Feed wanted him to jot down. Art closed his eyes and reclined. All right, I've got a pen, he said, though he had no such thing. 
Feed read him the long, long string of digits and characters, and he repeated them back, pretending to be noting them down. Paranoid bastard. Okay, I got it. I'll get you a new key later today, all right? Do it quick, man. Whatever, feed. Back off, okay? Sorry, sorry. Oh, and feel better, all right? Bye, feed. What was that? Linda had her neck craned around to watch him. He slipped into his cover story with a conscious effort. I'm a user experience consultant. My co-workers are all paranoid about a deadline. She rolled her eyes. Not another one. God. Look, we go out for dinner. Don't say a word about the curb design, or the waiter, or the menu, or the presentation. Okay? Okay? I'm serious. Art solemnly crossed his heart. Who else do you know in the biz? My ex. He wouldn't or couldn't shut up about how much everything sucked. He was right, but so what? I wanted to enjoy it, suck a did and all. Okay, I promise. We're going out for dinner, then? The minute I can walk, you're taking me out for as much flesh and entrails as I can eat. It's a deal. And then they both slept again.